0: This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki, with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to www.accessradiotaranaki.com.
1: Kia ora you You're listening to That C Word, brought to you by the Cancer Society in Taranaki. We're going to talk about anything to do with cancer, that dreaded C word, and the journey itself how you might prevent it the supports that we have in our community any events that we've got coming up any new research or exciting or new information that might be out there and basically just anything anything to do with that dreaded C word cancer Say what you think, love who you love cause you just get so
2: many trips round the sun. Yeah.
1: Welcome to That C Word, I'm Kate Dawson on behalf of Taranaki Cancer Society and this is our radio show where we talk about cancer and all the things that we do in our community and I'm sitting here today with Raewyn Rooney who is one of our volunteers and she's not just a volunteer that goes and you know spends a few hours here there and and you know a little bit of time each year she's like right in there and doing stuff for our massive amount of stuff for the, T- the Tatanaki Cancer Society <laughs> and um, she's probably going to sit here and go no 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 don't don't talk me up so much but I think it's pretty an amazing like an amazing um, amount of work and so I wanted to bring you in Raewyn to say hello and just to talk a bit about what you do for us and how you got here and what it is that um, is, makes you passionate about the work that you do for us. So, welcome. Thank you, Kate. And, and, and yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> so, yeah, what, how did you get involved in, in the Cancer Society?
0: I got involved with the Cancer Society in nineteen ninety nine, so it's been a bit of a journey. Yeah. And um it started that a friend of mine came to me and said that she had just been convinced to join the Stratford Daffodil Day committee oh. and would I like to join with her. So that's where it started. Right. <laughs> and um it just sort of kept going. The year after I started, my mother-in-law died of cancer Mm -hmm. and it was a very short cancer journey but probably traumatic for the family. And it made me realize just what I was doing and the benefits that could be had from what I was doing. So I started as merchandise officer for the Stratford Daffodil Day Committee. And the year I took over, the best I'd done was raised about $250 in merchandise sales. And these days, it's, I sell around between eight and ten thousand dollars every yeah. daffodil Day of merchandise. Massive so, um, but the journey's sort of changed from just daffodil Day
1: yep.
0: and being part of that committee. Uh, I came along, and joined in with Relay for Life. Yeah. Um, and the weekend we had Relay Your Way, I was trying to work out how many years ago that was. <laughs> and everybody was sending me videos and photos of earlier years. So I'm figuring it's probably about 16 years ago. I think that I did my first relay for life and we actually had a team in there and I was also helping. And then after a few relays of uh, doing the track at three o'clock in the morning while everybody else (laughs) slept, I decided my bones could be treated better (laughs) and I hopped out of being a relay uh, into being a committee member. Right. Yeah. And, for a few years I chaired the Relay for Life committee and probably a few years earlier than that I went into chairing the Stratford Daffodil Day committee as well and I shared that job with some another lady for a few years and then it took over as the chair myself, I don't know, five, <laughs> five six years ago, yep. something like that. So, and oh, wow. Stratford Daffodil Day now raises anything between 20 and $22,000 yeah. every year.
1: Yeah.
0: So for a small community, we, we certainly stand out.
1: Yeah, we sure do. You're a very tight knit community. Uh, which I've seen just in the short time I've been working at the Cancer Society I love seeing how Stratford really rallies around um, yeah, Daffodil Day was the first thing that I saw and now just having relay we've just had amazing support yeah.
0: well, the diff- I think the thing that works is we're all local mm. and in yeah. actual fact the Stratford Daffodil Day Committee 90% if not 100% of us are all born and bred Stratford mm, people Right. and I think that makes a difference yeah, so everybody knows us yeah yeah, and they know our kids which is what I always told my kids don't yeah. do anything wrong because I'll be told and got I eyes around town <laughs> um, but being yeah. local is really really important yeah. and yeah. that's also a message that we were delivering this year to New Zealand Cancer Society yeah. when they were looking about changing the way things would be run is that we can't lose the local local yeah. makes all the difference absolutely yeah, yeah. so um, I'm trying to think what else I did <laughs> um, I don't, I don't actually feel like I'm any different to any other volunteer you <laughs> (laughs) I knew you'd say that. (laughs) (laughs) You you do what you do because you care. Yeah, yeah. It's about other people and it's that small community mentality and thinking and I do see that um, in my roles and supporting Daffodil Day, Relay for Life or whatever else is happening with the Cancer Society. There's definitely a very different thinking between cities and small rural towns. And it's important that we hang on to that thinking Mm. because that's what makes us successful, understanding our communities. And we've got um, a a really strong, I think, Taranaki
1: is very rural, you know, we've Mm. got a bit very provincial kind of feel about us and we've just had, um, I just have to blow our trumpet a little bit here, because we've had one of the best... um, relay events this year that that throughout the country that's right you know and I think a lot of that is the fact that we're provincial and you know it but it also um talks of all of the amazing like it's the support and the volunteer time and hours and energy and money that gets thrown in like we have it's it's a combination of all of that we have such an amazing group of people that all come together
0: to make things like that happen eh? and look i think the other thing too that makes it work is that um to as a volunteer you feel appreciated yeah and the (laughs) cancer society is very good at making volunteers feel appreciated for what they do and i think as a volunteer Um, don't be scared to do it and don't be scared to give it a go because the other volunteers are really supportive and friendly as well around you
1: absolutely yeah cool okay so we're just going to have to have a quick break for a song so i'm just going to introduce the song we've got no matter what coming to you by boyzone
2: No, no.
1: Radio 104.4 FM. This is that C word, and you are here with Kate. That's me and Raywin. Hi. <laughs> and um, we're just talking a bit about. We've just been talking about how Raywin got involved, what she does for um, the Cancer Society at at the moment, and how she got involved. And we, I just wanted to. We just were talking in the break about how we how that came about. So you've been. You've had a journey of your own, is
0: that right? <laughs> yes, that's right. Thanks. It's seven and a half years ago. Um, well, it's eight years ago now that my journey actually started. And I believed that I had bowel cancer, mm-hmm. but my biggest difficulty was convincing the medical professionals that I had bowel cancer. And unfortunately, all the original testing was negative, Oh, but right. I was absolutely sure. And then just one test gave a slight hint that there was something wrong. And so that got me booked for a CT scan. But because it wasn't deemed as urgent, because none of my testing showed that there was anything wrong with me, I had to wait five and a half months for that scan. So when I got that scan, that showed that I did have... Uh, rectum. Well, hmm. no, I had a tumour in my rectum. And so then, really quickly, I had to have colonoscopies. And again, the first colonoscopy biopsy was negative.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But the surgeon believed me, yeah. and what he saw convinced him. And so he called me back and did another one. And that showed that, yes, I did have um, just a very low-grade cancer. Right. but um far enough back in my rectum that it meant that I now have a colostomy
1: right yeah
0: but and that journey was a bit up and down in between mm. and um you yeah, know I had to have a week's radiotherapy which I had to wait for 6 weeks for cuz my surgeon went on holiday oh <laughs> convenient <laughs> so um but between the two um It was really traumatic in the fact Mm. that I had to have CT scans and MRI scans, and they were wanting me to have iodine contrast for those scans, Mm -hmm. but I'm allergic to it, Mm. and the last time that I had iodine contrast, I went into anaphylactic shock.
1: Mm. So
0: the plan was antihistamines to prevent that happening after a lot of arguments and convincing the radiologists that yes I did have an allergy when they didn't believe me even though I have a medical alert for them. And um, then the day I turned up to have the test done, oh, the day before that, I was rung and told, no, the surgeon had spoken to the radiologist and, no, we didn't need to use it, so I didn't need the, contra- mm-hmm. um, the antihistamines. Oh, yeah. Then when we got there on the day, they handed over the iodine Contrast drink and asked me to drink it, which I refused to mm-hmm. do. And it ended up with an hour-long argument with the radiologist <laughs> in a public waiting room where oh. I swore... And in the end, one, and it was decided that they could do the same testing with water and that okay. I didn't need the side and contrast.
1: What a plover. So
0: it was all pretty traumatic at the time and not really something that um, I believe anybody mm. on any form of medical journey should no. have to go through. Um, it, they had the evidence, they knew I was allergic yeah. and you shouldn't have to go through that. And if there's any messages that I have for people out there on their <laughs> cancer journeys, if it feels wrong, yeah. Then speak to the right people. Yeah. And we have the right people. We have Monique the cancer nurse mm-hmm. who's there for you. you yeah. know, go speak to those people or we'll take a support person with you mm, and stand up for yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's interesting I had a um someone ring, I just happened to be on the phones at the Cancer Society the other day, and someone rang saying that um they'd just been given this appointment time and they didn't know anything about what this appointment was they just had no idea yeah. and I just said to them exactly the same thing you need more information go back and find out what it is that you know like they can't just <laughs> give you That's an right. appointment and expect you to know what's what's going on this is a whole new journey That's and it's scary and you don't you know you need people around you support people at your appointments and and you know so that they can hear what you don't hear because you've just zoned out because you've heard this this message
0: that you know oh my gosh I've got cancer. And that's why it's really important too that that person that you take on your support journey isn't always a family member Mm -hmm. because it's as traumatic for your family as it is for you and just to have somebody neutral there and that's where Monique is the cancer nurse is absolutely awesome. She can put it into plain English for you and ask the questions for you and um, part of what I've been doing now means that I'm mentoring, because mm, right. um, like I said, I have an ostomy now, a colostomy, yeah. and I'm now the new chairperson of the Taranaki Ostomy oh. Society, <laughs> um, and it's just really important that people know that there's other people out there living and going mm-hmm. through the same journey as you, yeah. and you don't have to be isolated, and you don't have to be alone, yeah. and there's always somebody that you can contact. So, yeah through it's my role good. in the Ostomy Society, we're building relationships with supportive care in the Cancer Society, Crohn's colitis nurse, mm. surgeons, pediatricians. Yeah. So hopefully these people are gonna be being, even a suspicion that you're gonna yeah. have an ostomy or whatever, yeah. you know, you will know how to get a hold of somebody like us yeah. that lives it every day. And and the the supports are there and the the contacts are there. Yeah. It's mm. just yeah. reaching out. Yeah. It's, so yeah we yeah. have whole new pamphlets out there now so it's, mm. they're there
1: awesome awesome
0: oh that's really good work like that's So you you're not just volunteering for for us you're you're out there doing other things too the, kate the reality is that every cancer journey is difficult for everybody but if you can use your journey to help somebody Absolutely. else then your journey was worth it yeah, yeah. Some of us aren't lucky enough to still be here to mm. share our journeys and support other people. But if we are here, then I think we've got a role to play. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's a really cool attitude. I like that. Okay, we're going to just pause for a a quick song again. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we'll um, we'll be back shortly. This is that c-word. You are here with Kate and Raewyn. We're just having a bit of a discussion around uh, volunteering and Raewyn's journey with her um, her her cancer, which was colon uh, rectal cancer. Is that right? Yeah, rectal yeah, cancer, yeah. cancer. and um, yeah. So we were just what were we talking about just before? You you were involved in the ostomy the ostomy society. Is that what they're called?
0: Uh, the Taranaki Ostomy Society yeah. Support Group we've just right. become. Yep, I'm the new president of that. Yeah. Uh, but as a result of my cancer, as yeah. I said before, I got a colostomy. And the importance for me is that if I can support other people through their journeys and getting ostomies and having an ostomy, then my journey was worth mm. going through. Uh, So, yeah, we're working really, really hard on getting out there amongst the community, Mm -hmm. um, amongst all the medical professionals out there to make sure that they're aware that our society's there in place and that we're available to walk other people through an ostomy journey. And that's right from the day that they find out they may be getting one. Mm Um, It's really, really helpful when you find out that you're only one in 7,000-odd people in New Zealand that's going to have an ostomy, that there is actually somebody else that looks human, dresses (laughs) normally, and, (laughs) and in actual fact, one of my sons, when he heard that I was getting a bag, said, Mum, will you be able to walk? Oh, right. So, you know, there's a lot of people out there that really don't understand mm. what an ostomy is yeah. or what it looks like or how it works in a person's life. So we need to break down those mm. barriers and make people understand who we are and what we are as normal people. Yeah,
1: yeah. Awesome. Yeah, you look very, very normal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and
1: uh, so just just on that, uh, you, you were part... Sorry, what was it? You had citizens award so you became a what was that you were just talking about in the break we were talking about stratford Oh, citizens I, I, award. last
0: year yeah i was awarded my stratford citizens award oh, there you go. and <laughs> that that was based on all the volunteering roles that i've done so i was the board chair at avon primary school mm. in stratford for 11 and a half years mm. and the board chair at stratford high school for five and a half years mm. while my children were there mm. As well as that, I was also the president for a while of the Taranaki School Trustees Association and had a five-year stint on the New Zealand School Trustees Association. And um, (laughs) through that process, (laughs) convinced the Ministry of Education after a fair bit of fighting to get the Stratford Teen Parent Unit. was really, really important, and that was a big part of my journey there. As well as that, what have I done? I don't know. Yeah, you name it. It, I'm a community girl. Yeah, sure. And (laughs) (laughs) um, it's just really important that people understand, and I'm always saying to my husband that if every single person, wherever they are, just gave an hour a week Mm. to a charity, We'd be a better, pa- better Absolutely, place. Absolutely, yeah. It's yeah. about, it, that's what it's all about. Yeah. You know, accolades that I've got, because I've also got my life membership of the Taranaki Cancer Yeah, Cancer yeah, Society. Society. Yeah. That, I think that was five years or so ago. Yeah. And um, whilst they're really, really important, you you shouldn't be volunteering for accolades. No. You know, yeah, I volunteer because I care about the people around me. Yeah. And um, I just want to see things better for people. And that's what kept me as board chair in the schools as well. Because if we don't keep kids in schools, uh, then we're in trouble. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: Oh, wow, that's awesome.
1: You you really are a community girl. (laughs) I think that's fantastic. And, um, yeah, I think we're just about at the end of our show. But um, I just wanted to, yeah, thank you for... First of all, actually thank you for all the time and effort and everything that you put into the community because it absolutely, we we can't run a lot of the events that we do as an organisation without our volunteers. And so I know that even, like you say, just an hour or so here, there and wherever, it makes a massive difference to, mm. yeah. And then when you look at the years of experience that you've got, like that's, that's a whole
0: nother kettle of fish but <laughs> but um yeah I but just, i'm just one you. volunteer yeah. out of hundreds and hundreds of them out there and and you know there's a lot of people out there that are giving their time and their love and their care yeah. and um if just a lot more people just had the courage to just step yeah. up and volunteer you don't have to have a degree no. you, you don't need anything but a bit it's of compassion time. for other people yeah
1: yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Rowan. It's been lovely talking to you, and um, yeah, we may have you back for something else, eh, at some point. (laughs) Cool. Thanks, everyone. You've been listening to That C Word, brought to you by Taranaki Cancer Society. If you'd like to listen back to any of our shows, you can find them as podcasts on the Access Radio Taranaki website, Spotify and Apple Podcasts.
0: This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to www.accessradiotaranaki.com.